0: Welcome to World's Collide, the wrestling card podcast for wrestling fans, by wrestling fans. Featuring Tony Bella from WrestlingTradingCards.com. This is like a, a stock market. Like- and Zan Morning from Wrestling With Cards on YouTube. And I'm not saying there's a right or wrong answer. I'm just posing the question join them as they navigate the world of wrestling cards, helping you build a bigger and better collection and making some money along the way. What is up wrestling fans and trading card collectors, worlds colliding again. Again, together, again. That's one of those weird things where, how do we keep coming back if the worlds keep colliding? Because then they would be non-existent.
1: The universe is a very big place. There's more worlds to to conquer.
0: We're like the wrestling version of the Marvel universe. We just keep regenerating ourselves into a different...
1: Yeah, I can't be be killed off. I could be be written back in.
0: This is going to turn into some weird X Files type show before too long. We keep talking about
1: an After Dark episode. Okay, it
0: might be. We need to do another one of those pretty soon. Yeah, that's not what we're talking about today. We're talking about women of the Attitude Era. This is mainly going to be Tony carrying the show. I'm a little under the weather. My voice is about to give out. But not only that, I have to admit, I'm not one of these jabronis out here saying (laughs) I'm the master of the wrestling card world. I know everything (laughs) there is to. No, no, I don't. So this. This is around. Most of this stuff is around the time period where I was buying stuff occasionally, but I wouldn't say I was like diehard in the hobby. So we're going to start with release recaps, Tony.
1: Well, this. you got to first off your release recaps. We have to define the era of attitude era, which technically, if you want a Wikipedia, it's like that. It's basically late 1997 through about mid 2002. So card releases that came out during that time frame are going to be comic images, uh, art box and Fleer Uh, so that's the time frame we have so those are the kind of card sets that we have to and then your oddball stuff of course through other international stuff but um that's pretty much what we had during that time frame so um comic images you know you're putting out superstars that's their first one in 1998 so we had that um you know we had the smackdown both the regular version and chrome and the no mercy set which is an all foil set and then I think people kind of uh, overlooked that WrestleMania live photo cards, which, you know, not my cup of tea, but you know, you had six kind of cool gold and uh, foiled stamped chase cards in that. set as are, well.
0: are they different sized?
1: Yeah. They're, they're, they're like, like a postcard. Yeah. Do
0: you think that's one thing that people don't like them as much just because of the size?
1: Possibly. But I, what I did notice, you know, during the years of doing conventions, is I started to see a lot of those early on people bringing those in because they were great to get signed. Yeah. So it was bigger than a tra- trading car, but smaller than an eight by 10. It kind of fit perfect for that deal. You know, like, uh, I, I, yeah. So I, I saw a lot of those getting signed by people during, during the years, but um, then you kind of go into uh, you know, Fleer years, which I know my notes are kind of screwed up a little bit. Cause I, I put in the wrong place, but uh, you know, which FLIR,
0: I have to pause uh, and say, if you want more talk about the Fleer years, we have done an episode on that in the archives, which got some really good feedback because there's a lot of diehard Fleer collectors out there that I did not realize. So just wanted to yeah. talk about that before we move into talking about this. So go ahead.
1: Yeah, they did. Um, you know, when Fleer took over and we're talking specifically for the Attitude Era, by the way. So there, there's Fleer put out other stuff beyond the Attitude Era and we got into the aggression areas like that ruthless Aggression, which they actually mm-hmm. had a set called Aggression. Um but, you know, you had WrestleMania, you had Ultimate Diva Collection, Raw's War, Championship Clash. Uh, then you had your, you know, your oddball stuff, too. You had the video games of SmackDown Shut Your Mouth. Yep. You had the KB Toy Store type I stuff. I love those. Or, you know, uh, you know, uh, Get Real, what it's called. I think it was called Get Real. Um, but, you know, all that stuff design-wise, character-wise, photography, uh, picture-posing-wise, it all defined that area. It was all very – it had a lot of attitude, so it defined that area. Um And that was a fun time. I mean, wrestling as a whole was at its peak, you know, during that attitude era, during the Monday night wars type era. So it was, um, everything was kind of being merchandised around wrestling. We had everything from trading cards, your normal action figures and your t-shirts, but you had stuff like, you know, bobblehead type stuff. And you had, um, hot rods and miniature cars and stuff like that. You had, um, I mean, you name it; they had all kinds of. Them. I'm surprised they didn't have condoms, you know, or something like that. Or who knows? But I mean, they had all kinds of weird and cool things. It was everywhere. TV guide covers, air fresheners
0: um, for your car, air fresheners. Yeah. I have those. I've never I seen have those, those <laughs>
1: WCW ones. Um, so, I mean, it was just um, everything was being. There were so many licensing agreements during that time frame. It was unbelievable how many licensing uh, agreements were done for different things, and trading cards were no exception. I mean, they you know, comic images, and let's so, art forget, art box got yeah. two, two lenticular The sets. lenticular
0: sets are cool, yeah.
1: And the first one they put out was uh, in 99, which was kind of a, a set, like a 42 card setting, something like that, whatever it was, where they put, um, uh, you think I would know it, my own website. Uh, <laughs> you, but they, it was kind of sectioned off, like here's the Stone Cold subsection of the set. Yes. Here's the rocks yeah. that in there, here's the DX one. But then they did a, um, another one, lenticular one in 2001, which you know, there's a, a Trish Stratus card in there that goes for a decent amount of money because it's one of her first cards ever. And it was uh, a Trish Stratus, what's called Full Motion. And it's just a, basically a card of her shaking her butt. That was it, you know? <laughs> of course it's and going to sell. Of course it's going to yeah. sell. And, you know, I've seen that thing sell anywhere from on the low end, you know, like 10 bucks, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 bucks, all the way to 60 bucks for that card, for a base card.
0: So speaking of that, out of these releases in this section, Um, and you can take this from the time that they were released until today what are you saying that seems to be like you just mentioned one that trish card Uh what's some other cards that you see that um either sell for quite a bit or just are generally popular regardless of the value
1: superstars you're going to look at the rock okay and you got two cards to choose from that card number five i think it is and card number 15 or 17, whatever it's he has two cards in there. So there's a, a pose shot with him well, with the title. I think specifically,
0: I- specifically the women's cards, though. Like,
1: oh, for, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. That's right. I always, I'm just going with the whole thing. Uh, Women wants to be Trish, Lita, China. Um, those are going to be ones that you're always going to want to go after. Um, uh, you know, the superstar set had a China card in there, mm-hmm. which I think is grossly undervalued. I mean, I, I say that about a lot of cards, but you know, when, you, when you talk about China, I mean that's that's strict that's that's the epitome of attitude error right there really I mean yeah um doing something that a superstar a woman superstar had never done before I mean uh winning the IC strap winning uh, uh you know uh, entering in a Royal Rumble um you know I mean just so many things that she did and then uh um it was just never done before and I don't think it's been done really since really yeah um, so I think that she's grossly undervalued across the board as a whole to be honest with you but. People always look for the Trish and then the Lita stuff like that. But in that time frame, you also had Ivory and you had Molly and you had uh, uh, Jacqueline, um, uh, Terry Reynolds. Uh, you know, these are all when you start getting into the FLIR stuff and they start putting out KISS cards and autographed KISS cards. Those always hold some decent value. But I think your your, your top tier are going to be your Trish, Lita and China.
0: So. Correct me if I'm wrong, but it seems like the kiss cards are the ones that, even with the I, I don't I don't mean to be disparaging, but like the lower talent, the lower tier names, like sure, it seems like the kiss cards even still for those hold like a lot of value. They Am do. I, they like do,
1: it, I, and are they're, they're individually numbered, which I never was a big fan of because they're hand numbered to fifty in, in most cases. Um, I've never been a fan of hand numbering because there's just so much like potential to like yeah number ones to number fifties that kind of thing right uh but you know they they do do hold quite quite a bit of value they weren't astronomical odds to find those like that they were difficult but they weren't at the level of like an aew uh product where it's you know thousands and thousands of packs possibly you know sure but um i mean finding something of china autograph kissed too um it just it just holds value i mean that was you're also talking about a company Flair was doing something that hadn't been done. Yeah. Until wrestling yeah. cards before. Mm-hmm.
0: Which we Across talked about board. before with their relics and the styles of cards. Yeah. Yeah, adding these to it.
1: You had the kiss cards. You had uh, like, you know, stockings. You even had like a, there was one of them that was like, a, I think it was, I can't remember who it was, but it was like a bra card or something like that, like a, a piece of their bra. You had a piece of like Ivory's um, uh, scarf. She had a scarf that was uh, to get like a feathery scarf in that. Um, there's like a little, um, like, like a fishnet, almost kind of like, uh, thing for Trish on one of them, uh, a blouse top. I mean, just all kinds of things that were just yeah, not things that are before. not just a
0: black t-shirt swatch.
1: Exactly. <laughs> it was just something that wasn't done before. And then all that stuff was on card. It was all on card signatures.
0: So we've established basically the big names that most, like, I think, you know, the names, well let me backtrack a little bit there's a lot of people within wrestling cards that even if they don't have a huge attachment they want to go get those big cards because they are established or they're legends so we've kind of established trish Lita, china those are kind of the names that you'd be looking for if you're wanting those big names we've talked about some of the cards that are holding value what are some of your favorite cards personally that were released within that time
1: I mean, I think that that China card in, in, in the Superstar sets, it's a cool picture of her, you know, all muscular, wearing that white top with the black bottoms, like that, whatever, and just kind of standing in the ring. It's a, it's a great shot. It's a good image, yeah. And, um, you know, uh, when you start getting into the Fleer years of stuff, you know, I really liked, um, uh, and you know what, And it's, we talk about the Attitude Era. I mean, that's strictly defined, that really is strictly defined to WWF, though, right? I mean, we're not really talking about EC, uh, WWE at that time or ECW.
0: Not really, because like I think I think there were some of these products that had maybe some of the talent sprinkled in there, but it wasn't like
1: because that same time frame that we had this attitude yeah. era. You know, you had tops without their WCW stuff. You know, right. 98, 98, 99, That fits right in that time frame, and you had. You know, cool things from them too, like you know, a gorgeous George, you know, embossed cards like that, or a Kimberly, you know, uh, embossed card. I mean, I just don't think
0: of... I don't think the the women there were doing what the WWE women. Oh, were, though.
1: absolutely, absolutely. So,
0: so you have that, but they also weren't doing the same type of cards either. It was just let's base also cards not like...
1: forget. Rewind to about about uh, big stars. Let's also not forget about Sable. Sable was yeah. a big time person yeah. as well too. So she she had her first cards coming out during that time frame as well. And even though there's a little bit of controversy about whether or not she signed her actual cards uh, for comic images, they still, you know, did well. And uh, yeah. I don't know what the secondary market's going for on that kind of stuff today, but I don't think she holds the same type of value as a Trish or Lita or China does, but let's just also not forget about Sable stuff. And she hasn't signed anything since, 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 since that attitude era days.
0: Something else that I just thought about Trish, Lita and China, like, they're still in the public eye of wrestling fans. Well, Lita's coming
1: back. Lita's coming back the Royal Rumble.
0: There you go. And, and look, Trish was in the five timers insert set. Yeah. I mean that that you know that was a great and looking they're, card. They're
1: both featured. They're they're the female equivalent to your to your male legends. They're the female legends. Yep. And uh, so they, they get uh, your your Trish, your your Lita, uh, your China. Um, those, especially those four, uh, those four right there um seem to always get that uh that level and then you get you know you throw in your miss elizabeth and stuff like from other eras and sunny possibly and mm-hmm. uh you know alondra blaze and things like that but um you know those during that time frame of attitude era type, th- those are your those are your go-to girls right there when it comes to, to the females of the women of attitude era but um you get in the fleer stuff and then you can take you know take your pick on any number of of the those girls uh and then they're the high-end stuff they kiss cards or autograph cards then you sprinkle in that championship class you sprinkle that stephanie mcmahon autograph yeah yep. that's a great on card and stephanie mcmahon helmsley signed yep which is even cooler i mean she's she's signing it as the gimmick which is awesome
0: <laughs> one thing i want to throw in here and i don't know the exact fact but we've talked about it before wasn't there a china autograph card from this time period that was cut yes and put into a most recent, more recent. Well, set.
1: yes, that that China autograph card, which is really funny, it was taken from the uh, the comic images No Mercy card. That's it. And it's got a picture of her with I can't remember who she's in the ring with, but the way they positioned that card, it was a one of one cut signature for a tops product. And the way they positioned it, they they positioned it so it was angled at a way where you just kind of saw her signature on the card and the bottom part of her, but you don't see mm-hmm. the person because it's, right. it's angled there. I'm sure it's got to be for like you know not having to pay someone something, I I guess. But um, I thought it was funny that they 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 cut a comic images card to put into a top product.
0: This episode is brought to you by Funnables. Funnables aren't just fruit snacks. Every bite your child takes is fueled to spark their imagination, taking them from a wild unicorn space mission to a deep sea dive into a rainbow river. Funnables are made with 7.1% real fruit puree and are an excellent source of vitamins A, C, and E.
1: So anytime, any place, make snack time play time with Funnables fruit snacks. Have fun. Eat it too. Visit funnablesnacks.com to shop now.
0: Yeah, but <laughs> I had to mention that cuz I know we had talked about it and since we were talking about her and autographs and stuff like that, I had to throw it in here. What would you say is your least favorite cards that were produced um. during this era?
1: Well, you know, also kind of going back to favorite stuff that's not talked about because not many, many people have it there. You know, comic images was supposed to put out a a, and we talked about it before, an, an all women's set. Yeah, like,
0: I remember like, us Eva talking set. about that.
1: And they only had promos. I have one of those sets of promos. Um, there's eight cards that. But I'm always curious to see what they would have done with a card set had they ever gone through complete, you know, production mm-hmm. of that product. But um, anyhow, least favorite ones. Um, I don't like, I'm not a big fan of the Ultimate Diva collection. It was the first all female set. It's
0: funny you say that because I'm actually even familiar with that set and I've looked at it and just been like, okay. I didn't
1: like it. I, I, yeah. I'll tell you, what I, I tell you what I like about it. Um, is I think I like the, um, where they had the, the male people and like it was like partnerships. Like, no, I was Absolute Diva. That was Absolute Diva set, which Absolute Divas technically came out. Right at the beginning of the aggression era so it doesn't really qualify as an attitude era type stuff has a lot of carry over women all of those women came over from that right. time frame so but then we get into the aggression area that's where we start including tori wilson and stacy keeler and stuff like that mm-hmm. um they came in at the end of the attitude era and then uh you know uh for wwe and got into the aggression area but um i never liked the ultimate diva collection i didn't like that bubbles uh yeah. design
0: yeah the, the design uh, is what was bad for me
1: it just, um, they made up for it with nice chase cards. I, I like their, uh, the chase cards that came out of that set, but um, I just wasn't a big fan of, of I don't know, that, that base design, even with a gold parallel, which was, you know, kind of cool to do parallels. But I just wasn't a fan of that, uh, that whole design of, of, I don't know, the base set. Like I said, but they made up for it with, um, they had, um, I guess I should say part of the, of the base set that I did like was um uh the uh, divas and hedonism uh, subset that was a cool design that was a cool look i did like that one that was like the the tail end like cards 85 or 86 through 100 something like that that had um all the uh divas and hedonism so that was kind of cool and then getting the parallel that was kind of cool but then they had um what was the chase from that uh bad and beautiful i'm gonna look (laughs) uh bad and beautiful chase was good national assets was a cool thing the kiss and tell was kind of fun as well too and then you got into the ring accessory stuff so they're high end for the chase stuff kind of made up for the poor base design so but if i'm just going for a poor design as a whole ultimate divas is kind of my my least favorite of that entire set
0: yeah as much as i am not as familiar with this era as you are That's one of those sets where I have seen it. And I also feel the exact same way as you do. So it's just kind of funny. So if uh, I'm a casual during this time period and I don't like it and you know (laughs) all about it and you don't like it, that should tell you all you need to know about this set.
1: So it's just, I think the part of what bothered me about that, it wasn't almost, you know, what would have made it for it? Maybe it wasn't the actual border design of the bubbles, which kind of did, I wasn't a fan of. It was the fact they kind of used the same, pictures from the same photo set throughout the entire set so like every fifth car or sixth car was Trish right she's number one she's number six or seven and she's not our number 10 or whatever it was it you know because they alternated like it was the mm-hmm. same like Trish Tori da, da 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 Trish Tori so I mean Tori was in there I guess um it so it was the same you know g- girls obviously but it was from the same photo shoot so it was like it was Trish with a white background looking to the left and then number 10 Trish with a white background looking to the right <laughs> right it was it, it a it was just kind of like you couldn't have picked other things to do like other pictures at all. Like right. that was a time to use in-ring action stuff for me. I thought.
0: <laughs> yeah. As much as we don't like action shots, that would have even yeah. been better to use then, you
1: know, but it was all the same. It was just the same photo shoots for each girl. basically. Right.
0: So kind of tying this into what we like to do with this is your card. What kind, what would be like your dream card within the, this, this time period?
1: Do you happen to have, a, 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 did you give us any thought about dream card for I, yourself?
0: It's something that would be cool now and commonplace now, but you wouldn't have seen it there. And that would be, that would have been a booklet auto, like a, um, a I, bigger. We
1: seem, to go, we seem to be going, we're always leaning towards booklets yep. lately with our, our designs.
0: I, the thing I like about the booklets with certain aspects that we've talked about is that there, there are so many names that represent a time period or represent a theme. And this one for me, it would be China, Trish, Lita, and I. Like, you kind of like you know, Stacy Keebler, maybe. Uh, I don't know. There's there's like there's a spot there, and I just don't know who I would put on that fourth one. But I feel like, um, you know, the Leaf does a really cool. They do really cool designs with like all these relics, right? have, you, have mm-hmm. you seen have you seen any of their relic cards that have like eight or 16 yes. different relics? so yep. i think something cool like that on one side with autographs on the other or maybe half and half on each even if they're sticker autos i just think it would be a cool design to like it would some it would be like if you want to switch it over to the male version it would be like if you had a booklet of the attitude era that had like steve austin the rock undertaker Shaw Michaels, you know something, yeah. something like that. So that's the same idea I had with it because I mean the women definitely stand out, and we've talked about them over and over. Trish, I'm surprised you mentioned
1: that from the male side. I'm surprised they never did like a DX, like a with an X, you know, just cut out. Yeah. They, they did one for exposed for uh, exposure, it's like that for for the diva stuff, and they never did one for like DX, like shaped like an X with like right. you, know, you know a relic in there or something like that. That would be kind of cool, but um. Dream card for me. I, I had to think about it, and I really couldn't come up with anything that was really overly wow, wow. It'd just be like a simple design. But you know, I would imagine featuring you know Trish and Lita probably is you know arguably your two most popular mm-hmm. people. Or even like a a China event worn card of any kind, since she never officially had one. Right. Like she never had a, a an event worn card. She was slated to have one uh, for Championship Clash, but it just it was on the drawing boards. There's actual. Print, you can see print versions of them, of what they, uh, it was a mock up, but it never got done. Um, it would have been cool to have that, I think. A
0: little bit off topic, but do you know if, and I mean, you may not know, but do you know if anybody has any of her gear or any autographs or anything that's still able to be used? Like, does Leaf have anything? Do you think if Tops maybe has anything kind of shoved stuff, away?
1: There's stuff floating around out there as far as, I mean, you know I worked with China uh, towards the last year uh, year and a half of her life so like I did a lot of conventions with her a lot of shows with her and uh, I was put in contact with you know Anthony who's uh, you know uh, very kind of knows from the documentary of course her manager and um, I consider her a, a friend you know I have a lot of voice messages from her that I still have saved and video messages that, you know, we would talk about back and forth that were saved. And, but um, you know, she signed a lot. So there's a lot of merchandise out there with her signature on it, but ring gear, I don't know. I'd have to talk to Anthony's like that and, and message him. Cause if anybody had it, you know, that's, he would probably have it if there is any.
0: It just seems like that would be a prime opportunity for leaf to come out. Cause like I rec- I talked about it on one of my videos on my YouTube channel. But I recently purchased the triple swatch of Vince McMahon, Bobby the Brain Heenan, and Roddy Piper. And they're just basic swatches. I mean, it's nothing fancy, but you just don't see a Vince McMahon relic, period. Oh, But you don't see, you rarely see even Heenan stuff. You don't Uh hardly see any Piper stuff. And I was like, you know, that's why I like Leaf so much is, yeah, it doesn't have images or likeness, but it gives you opportunity to own pieces that you couldn't you know own otherwise yeah and you know having a have china on there and i bet you know i bet you they could eventually get lita and they could eventually get trish even though i know they've got the wwe ties i'm sure they could find some work around to get that done that'd be something i thought it'd be cool cool
1: to have like a dx one where you just have like a sean triple h and china together of some kind of a swatch of all three of them
0: yep Uh, you could even do like a die cut too yeah that'd that'd be Be cool to do some sort of x with a die cut that'd be fun
1: that's always fun to do that so.
0: well that was a really nice trip back down memory lane actually i kind of want to go just flip on peacock and watch some wrestling from this time period uh this was also around the time period where i was like in and out of wrestling you know i was like die hard up until like 2000 and then i was just kind of jumping in and out until about i don't know 2009 2010 and then i started watching again but in, in and out so it this is definitely an interesting time period. Um, hopefully this has helped a lot of you guys. If you want to go back and check out some of the cards, some of the names or talent that is in some of these sets. So anything else you want to say before we get out of here about women of the attitude era or any of these cards or sets specifically?
1: No, I mean, um, I think we covered it pretty well. It's like that. I'm sure I probably missed a few things. I mean, uh, there's just so much to cover with even that, that era. There was so much stuff that came out, you know, even that like, the kb Toys, toy stuff so i had you know had yeah. them in there as well and um but it was just uh it was a good time i mean there's so much fun that was that was a fun time for me to collect it was just uh you go after certain cards and, and sets were easier to com- to complete as a master if you wanted to i mean um, and then those companies putting out different things that hadn't been done before like even even comic images for the no mercy yeah they put they put out uh event worn materials like that they had a chris jericho one they had um uh, uh road dog um i mean they had some good stuff in that uh, then so it's it's just a fun time for me it's a good time for me it, it, looking at those kind of cards uh it takes me right back to that whole attitude era anyways and looking at even some of the some of the few card sets that i will actually read the entire backs of as well cool you know, look at the superstar stuff and you just see like the the wording and how they were, they were trying to be hip and cool and cutting edge <laughs> and you know they're trying to be like you know things things didn't end in and superstars didn't end in s it ended in z, you know, z it yeah you know, it just it just uh it was just that that was the attitude then you know so it was fun so that's
0: that's what it's all about you know that that's we say it over and over again cards connect you with things it's about nostalgia and ultimately that's all about having fun i hope you guys have had fun today that's what we're here to do is educate have fun expand the wrestling card hobby if you've enjoyed this show today please leave us a review hit subscribe on whatever podcast platform you're listening to this on. If you're seeing this on video after the fact, thank you for watching again. If you've already listened, regardless, hit the subscribe button, tell a friend about the show, tell a wrestling fan or somebody that, you know, that collects maybe other cards that might want to get into wrestling cards. We're just trying to expand the hobby, get more people to have fun and just realize that, you know, wrestling's fun. It's uh, a lot of people don't want to admit it. But I know there are a lot of wrestling fans out there. Oh, yeah. So, Tony, to let everybody know where they can find you, anything else you got going on lately
1: uh well f- before i go that this uh kind of play off what you're saying you know even just just engage with us uh i just i love to see the comments i want to you know pe- see people have comments talk about what their favorite cards are from this time frame frame uh you know, were, were you like a, a tory fan the t-o-r-i the, the <laughs> fan you know not the not the tory wilson one were you a jacqueline fan were you a, uh the cat you like the cat you know um you know whatever uh, you, you what fan you were, I want I, I love to hear about it. I love to see what people's comments are about this stuff, right? and just talk about the Fleer years, talk about uh, comic image and art box. And uh, they had a great, by the way, before I even wrap it up, art box, one of my favorite cards. I think it was really popular. Was called the ultra rare from the first art box sets, lenticular set. Was an ultra rare one called Sable Revealed. And it was just her when she took her top off and had the, the little uh, tape on her, uh-huh. on her, on her breasts. And so that, that was a, the ultra rare slide. So you wouldn't see that today. Oh that no. That wouldn't happen today. No. But they had that then. <laughs> We're going to have even, to do the, a whole they, show
0: about yeah, art box.
1: Even, even the risque, you know, Trish shaking her butt in the full motion from 2001 that wouldn't fly today. No, it just wouldn't fly. But uh uh, yeah. So I, I, enjoy talking about it. I want to hear people's, uh, comments and, and, and what they liked about that time frame. But, um, yeah, you follow anything you want is on wrestlingtradingcards.com. Uh, check out the bottom of every page, all the social media is there. You can contact us there.
0: And you can find everything I'm doing at Zan morning on all social platforms, wrestling with cards, the podcast wrestling with cards on YouTube links to everything in the show notes please subscribe. Once again, tell somebody about the show. We appreciate you guys taking the time to listen to us, to download this, to watch this. Until next time, we'll see you.